0: Bienvenidos and welcome to the Platform Latino Podcast, where we profile, highlight, and bring to the airwaves the successes of our community and those helping us to get us there. I'm your host, Osvaldo Valdez, and I'd like to thank you for joining us and enjoy the show. Hi guys and welcome to today's podcast and we have a wonderful guest who's going to teach us everything we need to know about branding, photography and storytelling and basically what people see of about us online and how we can tell that story before they even speak with us. We have the wonderful Crystal Rojas. Welcome Crystal.
1: Hi, welcome. Thanks for having me.
0: No, no, thank thank you for for being on the podcast. Um, yeah, the month of January I kind of wanted to keep a theme of like self improvement, getting your brand and your name and, and, um, just your online presence out there and how we can paint a picture as Latinos or anybody in general, um, just to better ourselves and open up more opportunities. So I'm, I'm really glad to talk to you. It's awesome. Uh, awesome. Yeah. So, so just so our listeners can have a little bit of background, but you want to tell your story a little bit up to, um, creative C.
1: Sure. So I was born and raised in Washington Heights. I'm Dominican, um, both parents from Santo Domingo. And um, I was a single mother and I was trying to make ends meet. And it was very hard living in Washington Heights. um, And I used to dog walk to make more money and um, to make some money, actually. But it was it was interesting job because that's a job that you just walk around your neighborhood all day, every day. And you get to see so many people. You get to meet a lot of people. And um, I didn't have anyone to really like um, have to report. So I would just stay outside all day meeting people and getting to know so many talented other Latinos and people. And it was amazing. And then I started to kind of like I'm a very visual person. So I always saw a lot of things in a different way that I wish I can that other people can see. So a lot of that came from there, from me seeing people and kind of like, I I always say this, I zone out when I talk to people just because I'm like, not that I'm not paying attention, but I'm always photographing them in my mind and seeing their best selves. And I wanted to be a part of that and help that and highlight it and kind of bring it forward. So that's where a lot of the photography came from. I started bringing a camera with me outside wherever I walked. Mm -hmm and it was pretty cool it was pretty awesome to just photograph random people or have them stop and say hey like can i just take your photograph and through that i started meeting a lot of people then i i dove in more into the creative world of poetry and seeing a lot of artists and meeting a lot of different and i saw that this was actually a big community but that didn't have that i wish had more was more out there and visually for people to like also kind of dove into, I mean, this whole social media thing changed everything, <laughs> but um, so yeah, so it started there and I just kind of went in, I started working and saving and, and just really photographing my community and a lot of artists in the community and they kind of just took off from there. You know even the dog thing i would photograph dogs and then i was invited to these high-end charity events to photograph these amazing high-end people you know that are raising money for dogs and i'm like wow like this is a thing i can i can do this and my perspective um really did uh get recognized and i think that's where it went up and that's where it started
0: (laughs) do you you remember like the first dollar you made from um store like photography and like oh my god
1: yes um my first dollar i think it was like a one of those dog events i went to like this there's this organization called celebrity catwalk and they will have fancy people and known established people i don't want to name names and then they just they will have this elaborate event for Animals to raise money, and there's fashions, and there's a catwalk, and there's everything. And I got hired to do one of those. And I remember paying to get into one of those one day because I thought it was an interesting thing I wanted to check out. And it was really awesome to finally actually get invited and get paid to go and and take the photograph.
0: Oh, that's so, awesome! And
1: kind of like do like the whole event photography and editorials for it. So it was really awesome.
0: Awesome, and then like so. So you, so you started with the dog walking, you start bringing your camera, you like to, to paint your vision. And, um, I, I was just checking out your Instagram and I love your, your photography. Cause it almost like tells the story. You can see the feelings and you almost hear them talking and yeah. it, it's just a still photo, which is beautiful. And it, it it takes an artist to have that eye and, and bring that out on their, their subjects. But, um, what, what may, you know, like everybody, like I I do photography as a hobby and other people do like what, what kind of pushed you to say i can make a business out of this like let me let me expand this and, and really pay, like you said and get the exposure for the community that that's underrepresented
1: yeah well i'm a big advocate for doing what you love so i um I kind of pushed forward towards that. And a lot of people, I mean that's a question I haven't been asked much. Most people ask me why that kind of photography, why branding or editorials and and I think where that comes from is from the stories, you know. Making sure I I help these people tell their stories and highlight that in a unique way that's going to be memorable. I want people to remember that photo forever and for it to actually be used across all platforms, you know not just work in one kind of media, but I want it to carry on to different kinds. So that if people ever, you know, there's also like, let's say YouTube videos where there sometimes it's just photographs kind of like, you know, just moving on in motion. Like they can use that and still see that story. If they want to use it for Facebook, they can use it for Facebook. If they want to use it for Instagram and they can use it for Instagram. And I want it to just carry on and be something that really does capture who they are. Well, that's and awesome. that's kind of why I picked that it's important. I feel like it's very important that we we get something that's going to be a stamp and that stays there. And that's not going to get watered down by all the other photographs that people take.
0: Mm-hmm. And are mostly your um, clientele and your, your customers um, Latino or from different ethnic groups or? A big chunk of them are.
1: <laughs> and I'm very happy for that. Um, and it also depends on what what kind of photography? A lot of the artists branding photography are are definitely Latinos. I know many Latina singers, um, dancers, actresses, poets, and writers that I did photography for. So I'm very happy about that. Um, some more established musicians or um, very particular ones. Then that's when it gets a little. You know, I will get other ethnicities as well.
0: Gotcha. And I was just wondering, like. Um... So, so like, let's say for platform Latino, you know, it's a Latino base of, um, of listeners as well as, you know, um, Latino centric and focused. Do you think it's important to have somebody from your culture? Let's say do the branding, editorial photography, do you think that they have like background knowledge that they can't even really describe that that will come through with the photos?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I recently did an editorial shoot with a group of Latina women. And I feel like, you know, we felt at home with each other. Mm-hmm. We just felt comfortable. We understood each other. I wasn't telling them to break the music down. I wasn't telling them to talk lower. They were at home and we I got to capture that magic mm-hmm. of the women feeling comfortable and portraying how they themselves feel as queens, which was the theme being a queen as yourself and, you know, not needing a crown and just kind of portraying that in an image. And these women nailed it. They just felt like, you know, they were on top of the world. <laughs> but, I, they, you know, I think part of it did have to do with the setting and getting to know and not me putting any boundaries on their culture and who they are.
0: Definitely. And like, like when you have like a subject that maybe they don't feel totally comfortable in front of a camera or being photographed, how do you put them at ease to have that comfort? You know, like that, like, is there any techniques? Cause like, am I might, like I, like I mentioned that photography I do is a hobby. And I've gone to some workshops where they hire a model and they help you like learn the, like the, um, the studio kind of photography. And it's right. really hard <laughs> to to pose the model. They like like real like structured models. They you have to tell them, smile more, smile, less, show more teeth, show less, open your eyes, right. and to like the finest detail that where you, you normal day you don't give that much direction just for uh, like a picture. So right. like it's, it's a lot of work. But like, how do you really like pull that out and and get them comfortable? Because you need to be comfortable to like really get your those, those photos.
1: Yeah, totally. Well, um, I always try to, um, when I start the shoot, I like to always set a setting, I tell them if they have a music list or music they want to put on, they can. Um, Prior to, I always send um, prep emails where I tell them, hey, reminder let like maybe go to sleep early the night before make sure you eat breakfast we don't want any cranky models you know mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that actually helps because then they feel like oh hey this is not a big deal they just want me to feel comfy and it starts there when we do start shooting if they're still a little tense and not sure and I start to ask questions as far as their influences who do you look up to who influenced you to do this or to be a part of your you know your work and everything and and that's when they'll light up and talk about you know why they're doing this. Who influenced them? And then I try to find music of that, you know, specific influence or whatever helps set the mood and help them kind of embrace that and wake that up inside of them. And a lot of times, like, even then, I've told jokes. You know, I've like, I've done it all, and and it really helps as long as like I'm kind of relaxed and they're kind of like relaxed.
0: Gotcha. Um, and well, you want to tell us a joke or? Like... No. <laughs>
1: i'm not a comedian although i have photographed comedians and that's that's very fun that's some of the most fun i've had i've had in like a shoot
0: yeah that's cool yeah and i and like i like how you mentioned that you do like some pre-work and find out like the setting and what they kind of want to portray and um just for your own research as well so you can stage the the picture what Mm -hmm. like if there's somebody let's say they can't hire a photographer or they don't like like for me myself like I, i want pictures taken but I'm like, well, where am I going to pose it? Like how, what am I going to wear? Like, how, how do you like, what are some questions a person can ask? I don't want to know all your secrets. Cause you know, I, I want people to come to you if they need it. But like, what, what can, like, what can somebody ask themselves that are maybe not local to your area, which is um, the New York, New Jersey area, but that they can help to kind of guide them to imagine what they can do with these photos.
1: Yes, their goals, their goals is very important. And a lot of people, they think they know their goal. And then once they start thinking about it, it starts to like be like, wait a minute, why am I or why do I need this? And their goal is going to definitely set the tone for the rest of the shoot and for everything else they're going to need it for and their story as well, which is also important. Their goal and story kind of have to complement each other because that's another thing that a lot of people don't. Um, necessarily think about as much as far as like tying that all up together so it all comes full circle so again it can always be used over and over again and not be and and not lose its time you want it to be timeless you want a photo to be timeless and for it to just always represent that no matter what that's a good photo I think
0: <laughs> no no it's, it's true and I like to capture that picture as well as that that tells the story and you can see it now or you can see it 10 years from now. And you remember like, and it, it, portrayed yes, in that it, same it should thing.
1: inspire you again. Like if you kind of st- get off track and then you see that photo, you're going to be like, that's why I did it. Yes. I am that person. And I want to get to it again. And you should get excited when you see your photo. And that's something I definitely want to always. And I try to always incorporate.
0: What, what's what been the hardest, like what, like if you can give not, you know, I'm not asking for names or, you know, exposing anybody. But what's been like the hardest photo shoot that you've had, like to to paint this story and the like the goal and the story are just so far fetched or. I don't know if like I don't I
1: can't say it's been like a hardest like I don't think I have a hardest photo to shoot. Mm-hmm. I think it's been I'm so critical of myself. I would say that it's something that I probably wasn't fully prepared for. A story that I I thought was more simpler and was more elaborate maybe you know or either that or the subject changed its story after I took the you know after time and then now that photo is just lost (laughs) (laughs) so then you know things like that Mm -hmm. but other than that then I think there's no really I haven't had like a hard shoot where I'm like oh I just messed up like now
0: well yeah, I'm not asking it like mess up, but I would always figure like maybe the the other side, like you said, somebody changed your story or it's yeah, really hard to
1: Yeah, and that usually doesn't happen unless they're in a position a position in their life where they're not sure what they want to do. And mm-hmm. now I'm more cautious of that. And if they're not sure then I'll I'll do a blanket photo where it's a headshot or something that they can carry on to everything. So I'm just more prepared now. And I do a lot of research before she, a lot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when you say research, you mean like the, the whole industry that they're trying to talk, tell stories about, or just like they're more
1: about them. I will ask for, permission to you know look at their Facebook heavily and Instagram and social media and previous work and current work and what are they thinking about doing next as a project and you know all these little influences and and things that are out there kind of does help paint a picture in a way of the kind of person they are and what they want to achieve and where they want to go with it so I'm more prepared
0: (laughs) yeah to to (laughs) know what to
1: expect as well (laughs) and also to see like what You'd be surprised what you find on the social on social media as far as like what colors complement them, what clothes they wore and like what works and what doesn't work. Because a lot mm-hmm. of people will ask, like, what do I wear? And I'm like, well, instead of me saying, do you have this or do you have that? I'm just going to go through everything you have online <laughs> and say, you know what? This color worked. And now we can actually work with these colors or, yeah, I'll work with certain colors and then use that as a background and kind of go from there and just start building from that
0: building from that uh, yeah I'm just I'm thinking about I'm thinking about myself as well like if I wanted to do a photo shoot for the podcast like what would I like what would be what I wanted the same colors as the logo what I want this and that and um do you help them like sort out their thoughts yeah
1: and- that is definitely part of my service my service will do um like a prep call and guide and we'll, we'll definitely go through everything and then once we kind of together kind of come up with this idea. Sometimes I'll kind of write it up. I'll have like three major points and ideas and visuals and inspirations that I grab, and then I present it and then we kind of go through it together to figure out what's the main photo and image you got to, you know, execute. And then we take from there
0: so like at, at, we had an intro call like a few days ago and you were mentioning that you you see a lot online and you just like roll your eyes you're like man they need help with the branding and this photograph doesn't tell me anything like right. what do you what are like the key things that you 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 see and you're like man this person can improve on this and, like what's the the common thread you know that people that could like notice like hey maybe i need to pick this up like what it was a common mistake i guess you see in people's branding Um,
1: I think I think it also it depends it depends on the specific brand product or person but you know I think it could easily get confused with something else and I think that's because no I don't want to say that you know hey that wasn't the best you know I mean they can do better but I guess what I'm trying to say is let's i'm trying to find an example <laughs> so yeah that's no,
0: fine Take it. an
1: example because saying it in a broad statement could i don't want to put other people in there that don't need to be in that category but
0: well if they're in that category they, they need to come see you and hire you like. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: true but there might be other reasons for it that's what i'm trying mm-hmm. to say so like let me say uh let's say for something simple pet photography mm-hmm. Dog photography photography you have a dog, some people want to have a dog influencer, let's say this dog, they want it to have an influence, they want a talent uh, scouter to work with them and have an agent. But then their photos are either all cell phone photos, or their photos of like, you know, the dog, lit, like in a position where there's not enough lighting, or you don't even see the dog's personal personality, where it's just Every other dog is just doing the same thing, you know. <laughs> um, then like the talent scout is just gonna, or the agent is gonna be like, I can't do, I need something that's gonna really show us what's gonna separate this dog from the other dog or this thing for the and it's the same thing with products and mm-hmm. food. If you're gonna have a food photography and or food page or be a chef or something, then you really have to figure out what's gonna separate your product from the rest and photograph that is it the you know something as simple as arrangement but even colors you know is the and even also aesthetics is the food gonna be are you gonna photograph it while it's cooking and kind of get the smoky effect so that people could even almost smell it through the photo or is it more of an arrangement and art portraiture thing <laughs> where they see the arrangement of the food from a top down and then then you can see like the art of that there's so many different techniques and it really all depends on your preference and your brand and that's so important because if you remain consistent then people will know you for that always when they see something they'll be like oh that's like this person and right away they'll just oh and that's how the word of mouth spreads this person is the person you got to go to for this and that's very important
0: yeah and and I think I- one thing that, that you made me think of um at the beginning you said you know you might look at something and that's not the direction that you think they're going from just visually seeing it so it's important to tie the story your copy your web page to the picture and have that all work together and complement each other oh, absolutely. and do you help with all those services or is it just mostly like the the branding and photography
1: oh i help with all those services i consult as well and even if anyone just wants like a phone call you know to just mm-hmm. chat about it and get some advice i will do those for free and we can talk certain things and you know and then that usually also you know i provide the other the other photographic services and direction that we can move forward with mm-hmm. and a plan it's all about having a plan that will tie everything together i create this service that's going to set yourself apart from everyone else and i definitely want to highlight you know latinos and latinas doing this and i want to help them get there i want to help them you know become to the top and you know not have to say oh i'm this person and i'm latina like as opposed to what no you are this brand and this person you present this and no one should compete with you you're just that you know you're doing well at what you do and you you're at that level
0: yeah, and I think that's like one of my main like drivers of this podcast is like, I see all these amazing Latinos, Latinas, Latinx out there, and they're doing amazing things like, like yourself and starting businesses and getting the word out there and changing other people's lives and helping their communities. But, you know, maybe out of their little cluster or their little pocket or the community, you know, they don't have that exposure and they think they should. You know, we, we are making a difference out there and we're doing <laughs> really big that's things. We're so shaking things up. <laughs> yeah. What are like three easy fixes or tips that you can tell people to improve their storytelling?
1: Oh, that's a tricky one. Mm-hmm. Oof. Um, to improve their storytelling visually.
0: Yeah, we can start with visually, yeah.
1: I would say first get your story straight um and own it. Because being comfortable with your story where you come from and the the tricky part is not everyone has a positive story some stories are come from a really really rough spot and Mm -hmm. and that's what kind of pushed them to the top they had a fight to make that change you know so some stories aren't all glamorous some stories aren't that easy but i really think once you own it then you can take that and kind of mold that into like different you know, into basically a diamond. Like you can really like do so much with that and inspire other people. You can go the inspirational route where having inspirational images that do, um, that are relatable and do inspire other people is definitely important. And that's one way visually that you can do it for sure. Definitely want to inspire people and motivate others that, that are in your shoes, that have gone through the same thing. So visually, that's one way. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, that's important. I like the the own it because, you, you know, you own your story. It's not bad. Your story is not a bad one. It's your story and that you need to be proud of it. And that's, you know, you've worked your way to where you are now. And, you know, you have so much more potential to go. But just own your past, understand it, say that that made you the person you are today. So absolutely, I think that's like the the good foundation to start from. And so definitely. Did you have like a, was an early, early, early inspiration? Like when you were walking these dogs and you saw all these things, like what made you choose photography versus like going home and painting a picture or, you know, writing poetry? Like, did you have an early in, inspiration? I
1: did all those things you just mentioned. <laughs> <It's so funny. laughs> well, when I was a kid, I used to draw. I was very into drawing and doodling and um, I didn't have a camera. I mean, it was back then it was hard. It was those click and then you got yeah.
0: click 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 kind <laughs> of
1: thing. And then it's film and it's those cheap cameras. So I that was diff- I owned one of those, the, the disposable ones, but I mostly drew them out. I drew out all the images I liked. All the you know and a lot of them weren't like I would see something and draw. They were just images from my head. Um, and then when I couldn't when I would get stuck and not be able to draw, then that's when I would turn to writing. And then I would write pro- poetry and then I did that um, for a while. And then I, you know, cameras became more accessible and I worked hard to get one. But once I got one, I was like, oh, my God, the possibilities here are endless.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not a cheap hobby. It's it's, it's like it's a big investment for, for like a professional camera and lenses. And Yeah, I mean, little... I
1: started small. I started yeah. with a simple digital cheap one and then I worked my way up. And, you know, the more I got serious about it and the more I wanted to explore different techniques that would, you know, help tell the story. There's so much that, you know, these professional cameras can do that these other ones just can't. There's just no way.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they can,
1: I, they can try. You know, there's a lot of apps and filters and stuff out there, but the real thing doesn't even compare.
0: Yeah, these, I used to watch these YouTube videos about photography and they would do these um challenges. And they would give like these pro photographers cheap cameras, like, you know, like very affordable, like anybody can, you know, afford them and have them take pictures. And and technique is so much more important than the actual equipment because you can have the best equipment and be a horrible photographer. So, um, no, I think that's important. And like, what? so how would you like if there's somebody out there, a little girl or a little boy or, you know, a college student that said, you know i would love to do this for full time this is my calling i haven't gotten started yet what would you like what would be the advice you would give them
1: um to find their niche to definitely explore the different types of photography because there's so many and there's very specific kinds you know there's not just you know portrait photography people use that elaborately, you know as a blanket kind of thing but portrait photography there's so many different types and there's event photography and then there's you know landscapes and nature and and each one of these different categories requires different kind of equipment i'd say explore them all first and then pick the one that really calls to you and then focus on that one and get your technique and then find your signature (laughs) and that's what you're gonna sell
0: (laughs) what's your signature
1: oh i was um I, I love You gave me that one. <laughs> I, I gave you that one. I think it would have I would have to say that my signature is like, and I think you mentioned it early on, is that you could almost feel and hear the story and the, the people through the photo. And that's something that I definitely put a stamp on, I think, is that I want people to to use all their senses with the photo, not just their eyes. I want people to see that conversation. You know and to hear it still and to see like everything come into play even the colors yeah awesome
0: and then like when you're not like on working on a job or shooting clients um what, where do you what do you do to seek more inspiration and ideas and how do you like really get those creative juices going
1: Well, I am a mother. So (laughs) I am a mommy to an eight year old. So she's a big inspiration because there's nothing like a childlike mind. Mm -hmm. They see the world differently. Absolutely. And they don't have that stress of, you know, of work and everything else going around them. They just kind of take it and, you know, they really have a different lens on. And a lot of it comes from from her, you know, and she has her own camera and take her own photos. <laughs> and she has like, and she does a lot of edits herself, which is impressive. And she, she really does these amazing, different kind of edits to photographs. And I was like, I didn't even think about that, but that's pretty good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like future competition. <laughs> yeah,
1: she's very abstract. She likes abstract art. And I think that's definitely something that I get inspirations from that too. The colors and the complementary that she uses is interesting. But also like the childlike mind mm. and being open to everything.
0: Yeah, no, I, I was just telling you that I met my cousin's kids this past weekend, and just like it's like simple stuff that you you overlook as an adult, and mm-hmm. um, just from your life experience that they they notice or they pick up on or they highlight. You're like, okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, yeah, I so forgot. Like... It's normal for me to see that, but no, I understand that it's it's something different that that you you haven't seen before. Yeah, and
1: they're, they're always impressed even by the littlest things it's like wow did you see and i'm like wow that's amazing yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know like the little wonders that they find in things and i think that i definitely like carrying that on to the photography part too
0: cool cool all right um let's let's um close it up with some some quick questions sure. like which one do you prefer there's no i'm sure you you shoot both of them but um, studio or location photography? What, Which one is your go-to if you had the choice?
1: Studio, 100%. Love studio photography. I have more control there. You know, that's my playground. <laughs> <laughs> I get to do everything. I get to control my lighting. I get to control backdrops and whatever I want to show and see. And, and there's more intimacy with the person. It's just me and them in this large room. And I get to like... You know, I get to paint. It's a blank canvas that I can just play with everywhere. So I definitely prefer studio. Outdoor is great, but because I don't have to carry all the equipment. But
0: <laughs> but
1: the studio photography, absolutely. That's where I can make art, art.
0: <laughs> um, what what's been your favorite photo shoot ever?
1: Oh, that's another one that's hard. They're, I love all of them. <laughs> They're all great. Oh my gosh! So but the like last top, one top they- two or- the last one I did was great. The last Latina shoot where it had a group of like four Latinas in this glamorous room. Um, it was so fun. We had music. We had wine. We had a party. It was basically a party shoot and it was amazing. But these girls delivered when it was time to like shoot and pose. They did it. And then we celebrated like every shot, literally, <laughs> that was like a celebration and party. So that was one of my top favorite shoots, especially to end 2020. That was like perfect. It set my mood for the next year and for everything else. Um, that was one of my top shoots. Um, oh, there's there's a lot of them. I I, don't know, I can't. There's been even some dog shoots where I had puppies and I'm like oof puppies are that's a tough one that's so good.
0: Well dogs in general are hard to to photograph. Like they're hard,
1: but that was so fun. Like having puppies, like holding a little puppy is good. (laughs) I would hold and play with all of them, but they're that was puppies and dogs are great to photograph. They're very relaxing and it's fun. And they all they're great. Um, And they don't get shy in front of the camera. They just do their thing. Mm -hmm. But as far as people go, I I think that one was one of my favorite ones with Latinas. Um, I've done behind the scenes shoots for like a music video. And that was really
0: fun, too. Was it a popular artist or you don't want to say?
1: She's well, she's she's getting there. She's a great artist. She's amazing. She's Latina, but I believe in her heart. She's going to release an album. I think that's going to shake some stuff up. I think it's going to be great.
0: You don't want to give her a shout out? (laughs)
1: Absolutely. Hell yeah. Shout out to Mariah Esco. She is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Follow her on Instagram. She does amazing music and she hires me frequently for a lot of her work. And we work on a lot of not just photo shoots, but with creative consulting and ideas. And you know, if, if if I don't photograph her, we're still discussing ideas and the best way to brand and come forward with everything. So she's done the whole package and she's testimony and she's awesome. Her music is amazing.
0: Yeah, it's true. definitely
1: something that's that people should look into.
0: Cool, cool. And then um what do you what's your viewpoint on like Latinos, Latinas in this industry with like photography and branding? Do you feel like we're on the come up where we've established our good niche or we have work to do? Like you don't see that much representation. No,
1: we're in the come up. There's so many amazing people and we're doing a lot of research. I think that there's a lot of women and men out there that that are established and they're helping each other out, man. We're collaborating. We're doing the work. We're putting in the work. We're enjoying it. Mm -hmm. and we're making it so that everyone else definitely can do it as well i think we're we're working hard towards that and i think we really are gonna gonna set the bar high
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right and then last question that I, i ask most guests is um what's your like your your life motto mission kind of the thing that keeps your your beat your your beat drumming and stuff that keeps you going
1: um i want to inspire people to work with more of our people you know i always tell people that on my website you'll see it you know it's this when i photograph people and i work with them i want it to be a celebration of who they are and i want to inspire other people to work with them and that's kind of what pushes me I, i want People to come back to me and say, "Oh my God! Like uh, now, I'm using this photo. Got printed, or I'm using this for this advertising or commercial, and or this idea worked. And look at what I'm doing now. That's all what pushes me and drives me. It's really rewarding. So
0: that's amazing. And it's not like it's for the the people, not for yourself. You're you're thinking about them
1: when they get their success. That's what makes me happy.
0: (laughs) That's beautiful. OK, well, thank you so much, Crystal. Like, how can people find you, reach out to you, um, follow your work, maybe work with you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So on Instagram, it's um, Crystal C-R-I-S-T-A-L underscore Rojas, R-O-J-A-S. And um, my website is creativecagency.com. And they can reach out to there and book um, me through there and see my portfolio and check me out and
0: reach out. No, Don't I definitely pass. recommend everybody to 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 check out her website and you and, and, and her Instagram and you can see what I'm talking about, like these photos, and you can hear from how she speaks. Uh, just like I, I just I'm thinking about the food thing. You're like, oh, you can do it as cooking, you can see the steam come up and you you can almost smell it. Like just the way you describe these photos that have not even been taken, you can tell that you have that very good creative eye and that 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 thought process and you see that in her work like you you can look at the picture you don't even have to read the caption you know, like you can, it makes you have a feeling and emotion which not every photographer can, can do and that's your goal and you're, you're you're really good at it so i definitely recommend if people are looking for that and to to reach out to you and um work with you and hopefully maybe i'll, I'll work for you with you when um <laughs> when i head back up to new york so we can absolutely take some shots um, but, but thank you again so much for, for being on the podcast and, and mm-hmm. let me know if we can help any.
1: Yeah, that was great. Thank you so much. I had a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, hit subscribe and of course, follow us on IG, Facebook, and all other social media platforms at Platform Latino. That's P L A T f-o-r-m-l-a-t-i-n-o thanks again and have a wonderful and inspired day